Welcome back to Dairy Public Radio. Reporting from the basement of the Dairy Civic Center, this is C.M. Alexander with the news. A new haunted house has opened outside of Dairy, if you can find it. Which one are we talking about? One where you don't stand a ghost of a chance, with a devil-may-care attitude. We're not clowning around about this haunt. You are listening to Dairy Public Radio. This is Dairy Public Radio. Welcome back to Dairy Public Radio, a bi-weekly Stephen King Book Club podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joshua Kahn, alongside CM Alexander. Hello, everyone. And joining us in the studio, a passionate movie fan who turned actor, director, and writer. You may recognize him from the 2019 horror thriller Haunt, or from his gracious appearance in our Dairy Public Radio short film where CM beat him to death with a book. Please welcome to the show, Justin Markson. Justin, how are you doing today? I am good. Thank you very much for having me on here. Absolutely. It's super excited to have a, another guest in studio. It's been a while since we've had someone live in here with us. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh well, of course. Yes. <laughs> Duh. Jeez. No, yes. No, my pleasure. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Now, before we get to the interview, we're going to turn things over to CM. And uh, CM guards the interview very, very seriously. So I just, I, I want to warn you so you're on your A game for what comes next. CM are you ready? Oh my. He set the bar way higher than it needs to be set. These questions are not a big deal. I do have a cinder block next to me though. If if things don't go well, I'm gonna ask you to lay down on the floor. Whatever you're thinking about doing, please don't do it. <laughs> Annie, please. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't beat you to death twice. That would be rude. That would be rude, would be yes. Rude. Yeah. Everybody gets one. No, no I <laughs> I deserve it. Fine. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> All right. First question for you. What was your introduction to Stephen King's work, either book or movie? I would have to say the movie Stand By Me was my first introduction. I remember watching that a lot. And I really loved Kiefer Sutherland in that movie. There was just something <laughs> yeah. about that guy. Yeah. He was so vicious and... <laughs> cool and he's the bad guy and then you know you talk about lost boys and all these other great performances he's given and i don't know i really just watched that one over and over so i would say that one would be my uh my first introduction awesome yeah is that your favorite adaptation uh, this is so tough i was going <laughs> i was going over this with my wife last night just going over all of them i would say the shining is so good <laughs> God, I would say the Shawshank Redemption. Mm. I love that movie. Yeah. I've seen I can't even count how many times. It is an yeah. objectively perfect movie. It is, yeah. <laughs> and uh the Green Mile too. I yes. love that one. And my wife tells me that is I want to know what you guys think. That's like the best adaptation that they say. Would you guys agree with that? Like at the time that came out, yeah. when I first saw it, I was like, wow, this is the best Stephen King movie that's ever been done. Yeah. There are others since then sure. that I've watched. And technically might not be as good, but okay. are a little more horror. Mm-hmm. And so I, oh, I just appreciate them a little more. But yes. yeah, it is pretty perfect. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. It's very, very faithful and just 
just heart-wrenching. Oh my yes. god, I know. It's so brutal. <laughs> it is. And everyone is so good in that. I mean, mm-hmm. Hanks, I mean, come on. Michael Clark Duncan, you know, everyone mm-hmm. is, I love, I, I could talk King <laughs> movies all day long. I'm embarrassed, though. I don't know if I should be on here because I haven't read any of his books or a book. I, I mostly read, like, biographies mm-hmm. on, like, actors that I, I like, but... uh I apologize. I have not read a book before. <laughs> you, you don't so have to apologize. Uh, I didn't realize you were you were a big nonfiction buff. Well, yeah, I like um like I got uh, there's a Al Pacino book and a Sean Penn one and Denier, Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Like I just love reading about those guys and how they do what they do. So I can hopefully get better <laughs> and you know help I can get. So yeah. yeah. Well, it's re- it's really interesting. We just uh we just read Mick Garris's new oh, biography. That, really that. Uh, uh, is coming out and we were discussing how it's so different we've been reading fiction for the past three years yeah and taking the time to read someone's biography where there's not uh you know there's no cliffhanger at the end of this chapter to sure. to make you go to the yeah, next one yeah and so it's just such a change of pace on how you read and, and digest i find that that biographies it's so it's so easy it's so casual yeah. to read it's so easy to pick up and just yeah. whenever it's, you know, there's some of the ones I really like, um, the one I have on Pacino uh, and Sean Penn, it's a, uh, it's like an interview. And so it's, you know, just an interview asking questions and them answering it. And it's really cool. And it's throughout their life too. Like with uh, Al Pacino, it starts in the seventies and all the way, I think ends in the early two thousands, but it's just really cool to see wow. how more comfortable he got yeah. through the interview. So, yeah, I don't know. I That's super I, cool. Yeah, it is. It's pretty cool. Well, okay. So considering that you haven't read any Stephen King books, I'm going to drop the second question that I usually ask. What Not is- like a cinder block on your hand. <laughs> what was it, though? I'm just curious. What was the question going to be? So on our podcast, we talk about what we refer to as Stephen King moments. And it, it can be from a movie, too. But it's usually something that kind of hits you more in writing. Maybe you've had this in other things that you've read, but it's something that Stephen King does that just sticks with you typically in a horrifying way, even if not, it's not a horrifying thing. It's just these little things that like get in your head and you're like, why do I have to sleep with my light on tonight? That <laughs> no, wasn't yeah. even scary. No, yeah. I have to say the moment Christine, mm-hmm. uh, when those two are driving in the car, I think it's New Year's Eve, and this is by the time where Arnie's just completely yeah. gone. And his friend is like, what's going on here, man? And he's just, oh, that scene between those guys is, I can't even describe <laughs> it. That scene's amazing. It is. And just, you know, letting go of the wheel of the car. And, oh, it's, that's awesome. That's a great moment. And Jack at the bar in The Shining. Oh, yeah. Whoa. That's a yeah. great scene. And when he's walking down the hall and he's just... Doing that whole thing. Uh, I don't know, man. It's pretty cool. But it's yeah. Funny talking about when you mentioned uh, Green Mile earlier, I forgot that one of the Stephen King moments that I used to have was the first time I watched it when uh, John Coffey lets out <gasps> and like the the black bugs yeah. or like whatever, whatever that manifestation is. I remember because uh, I didn't know it was a Stephen King thing the for when I watched it. And so for a while, I thought it was a like based on a true story kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that moment happened and I was like, oh, oh, oh never mind. Yes, yes. No, I'm no, no. Way wrong. No, no, yeah. But because I thought it was a true story at first, oh, really? that moment happened and I was like, 
what is going on? Yeah. So you thought you were more like you were watching something more true crime. Yeah. Kind of, oh, wow. yeah. I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was Stephen King when That's I first perfect. watched it. No yes. way. That's crazy. So it like rocked my brain for a minute and then I found it. Then I checked and I was like, oh, it's sure. Stephen King. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is definitely fictional. Oh, man. <laughs> That's great because it did feel like a straight drama you know this you know could happen type of thing yeah that's that's crazy yeah. you cut out all the supernatural stuff in, in that movie and it's still amazing oh man Hands yeah down. and the supernatural stuff is just oh, like when he goes to the house to help cure the wife mm-hmm. and oh <laughs> i want to watch that now. <laughs> oh, yeah okay so n- another question for you so we're talking about adaptations that really just just hit it just do everything right is there one that you've seen that you feel like doesn't do anything right or miss the mark or just is not generally, in your opinion, the best adaptation? You know, everyone I talk to gives me crap for this. So I apologize. <laughs> I usually I love everything I see. And I was thinking about this because I, I think it's not because I think it's bad, but like the Pet Cemetery movies are just so hard for me to watch because animals getting killed mm-hmm. and kids getting killed. It's like, I don't know. As a kid, it scarred me for life. I don't know if I could watch it now. You know, having kids now and everything. Oh, and then yeah. like part two. Did you guys see part two? To, good <laughs> God, man. Part I don't know. so ridiculous. I just don't even know. A wife and child die in a potato accident. Justin, oh, how's that going? Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's wow. A fun one. Wow, it, I forgot about that. It's interesting your your reaction to that movie because it's I don't know, what am I trying to say? Did you watch Pet Cemetery? Oh yeah, yeah, years ago. Oh wait, uh, the old one and the second one. I have not seen You've the not remake. Seen the re- Ooh. How do you guys feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> It's been a topic of conversation on the show a couple times. I heard. It winds up in the uh, least favorite adaptation category of a lot of people. Really? Yeah. Now, what did Ian Clink say? Did he mention that? <laughs> no, we, we haven't talked to Ian about it. But if okay. you want to put words in his mouth, you totally can. I can't. <laughs> I can't because I I'm not 150 percent sure what he thought. <laughs> well, he's not of. here we to, about to correct you. So. Oh, I don't want to misquote <laughs> no, him. I better. I'm I'll kidding. never hear the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the the changes they made kind of destroy the plot a little oh, bit okay. to some people. But if you take it for what it is, yes, disregarding source material, sure, it's enjoyable. Okay, yeah, yeah. One of the directors we talked to really changed my mind on it because I was. I was defending it a lot because I really loved that it was it was more about the women. It's like, that's cool. And mm-hmm. that's a neat change to make. But we we're talking about how that change is a cool change to make and it should work. But you have to know what you're doing with it. You have to do it with purpose. And they, okay. they did it more out of convenience because they were concerned about working with a very young actor for the little boy. Okay. And so they focused on the daughter instead. Oh, and, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I heard and about so that. It, if they had been a little more intentional with that, I think it would have been pulled off better than it was. Yeah. Okay. I still enjoyed it though, because it's, <laughs> I forgive horror movies a lot. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. There's some though that I just can't. Like, I love, like, you know, 80s slasher, mm-hmm. 70s Halloween, yeah. the Friday thing, yeah. you know, all yeah. those, but like, Paranormal Activity. I saw the first one, and I just that I can't do it. I can't, those freak me out. Ghost stuff and alien stuff. Yeah. I have a hard time with. Like, like, do you like the alien movies? Well, oh no, monster. That's I consider alien like a monster movie. Okay, but I consider things like Fire in the Sky. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, terror. Gotcha. Can't 
Can't deal with it. Mean. Yeah. When I first watched uh, the Blair Witch Project when it first came out, Ooh. couldn't sleep, dude. <laughs> I remember specifically. That got so intense. In no, <laughs> I wanted to tell you because the Green Mile. Yeah. I thought, and my friends thought. Did you think it was real, the Blair Witch, when you first saw it? Because there was that. Yeah. Was I, the, yeah. Yes. You know? I, I was a teen. I was like really young. So yeah, I was I a sucker. Was As was I. Yeah. Yes. And I, I found their MySpaces. Oh, did and you? all that stuff oh, they did. Yeah. And I was like, what? And then for days I couldn't yeah. sleep. Yeah. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, they died. Yeah. And then. I felt like such a moron. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. How did you guys find out? I, one of my friends that I was lamenting and like grieving these people I didn't know to uh, informed me. Yes. <laughs> yes. The friend that I went to see the movie with let me spend the rest of the night oh, no. thinking uh, that it was real. Oh, oh. And then the next morning after I could not sleep, yes. told me that he, it was man. Don't, don't you guys friend. love Friends being, are jerks. Being a teenager. <laughs> oh. Jerks. Well, that's what, it, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, that you heard the next day then. Yeah. And then you mm-hmm. found, did you, I think it was a couple of days until my dad was like, you know, that's not real, right? I'm like, it's not? <laughs> so, oh, thank God. To have God. that faith in something and to be able to be duped like that. Yeah. It, it's just a magic you can't get back once you hit a certain oh, age. Boy. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Well, especially when you get so into film, like if you had just spent the time to watch the credits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. But as a kid, oh. you're just like, movies over, credits happen, uh, disregard yeah. anything that it says in there. Yes, yes. But <laughs> when the assistant director a credit comes up, that's when you can be like, oh, right. Yes, of course. <laughs> assistant director. Yeah. That's great. Now, um, man, all right, Justin, I'm going to embarrass myself a little bit. No. Because you, you've been steadily making movies and short films since the early 2000s. I first discovered you... And I'm so like, it's so funny because I never thought I'd get to meet you and I'm meeting you right now. I first saw you in University Heights. Oh my. Yes. 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 Way, way back. Wow. That's crazy. Because I knew uh, Travis Shepard. Oh, you know Travis Shepard? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Small world. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, but I ended up picking that movie up and I was just like. This guy's awesome. Oh, man. Well, thank you. Yeah. Travis was really good. Travis in that. was amazing in yeah. University Heights. Yeah, that was, everyone was so good. Oh, man. That was, that was an intense shoot, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. It's, a, it's dark. It is, it is oh, dark yeah. and it, brutal. I remember reading the script going, oh, my God, Scott, you know, and. <laughs> you sure you want me to do this? I had a conversation. This is how great they are because I. Because uh, this was Scott Beck and Brian Scott Woods. Scott Beck and Brian yeah. Woods. And, you know, I just, I'll say this because you brought it up. <laughs> I was nervous about doing it because I'm like, I just don't know if I got this in me. And they're like, just dude, come on, man. You know, just they pep talk me into yeah. doing it. Thank God. Because they probably could have said, all right, take a hike. <laughs> Get out of here. You know, so yeah. But yeah. So, so CM uh, has no idea what we're talking about. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about it? No, no, yeah. no. I first saw you in Haunt. So. Oh, no, yes. Thank you for watching, both of you. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of stories going on. It's kind of like a um, Paul Thomas Anderson type mm-hmm. of movie where we follow teacher who's uh, dealing drugs, played by Jim Siokas. And then there's Travis Shepard, who's kind of dealing with some pretty dark, deep stuff. Um, he's who's also a teacher as well. Mm-hmm. Then there's uh, Sabian Mentir in myself play these guys that are really up to no good. Mm-hmm. So they all kind of 
Uh, oh, and there's another student, uh, Shane Simmons, that uh, is dealing with stuff. So everyone's kind of going through their own deep, dark. God, I'm really. God, people are going to be like, what? What is, <laughs> what is this episode? No, but, yeah. you know, you have to see it. It's yeah. pretty intense. But, yeah, they did a great job. Doing yeah, you that. and Sabian made a great Oh, that combo. was fun. He yeah. was great to work yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. You've been making movies for a long time. When did you know you wanted to be an actor? I have always loved movies since I was a kid. I would watch movies over and over and over again and just love, like, action, like, Die Hard and mm-hmm. – Aliens, uh, love the set yeah. like Bill Paxton. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. good God, um, <laughs> the best president we've ever had. Is that Pullman? Or oh no! Ah! I'm so sorry. I will never ever do that again. <laughs> I, I I want to let it go. I just wanted. Yes, there's Paxton. They're both no, great. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> Cut that out. He didn't. Say, he didn't say that. He knows. And uh, so, so yeah, I loved uh, movies growing up, and then. I thought I was wanted was going to be a police officer because my dad and my uncles were. But then I, uh, my dad introduced me to all of Al Pacino's movies, mm-hmm. like all the Godfathers and Scarface and Heat and Serpico. And I was just like, oh, I want to be an actor. This is what I want to do. And I was kind of <laughs> nervous to tell my parents. And when I did, they were like, all right, great. Absolutely. Nice. We kind of figured that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'd much rather be a cop in the movies. That would be a little more fun. So, yeah. Way safer. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. But, yeah, that's what – that's what. Uh, and then, you know, you start going, watching all the Scorsese's movies. And you just – once you know what you want to do, you just start watching all this stuff. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. That's I, a, I love that your dad's a cop and – of course, Al Pacino is the perfect person for a cop oh, to show. God, totally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. loved him. <laughs> Our listeners primarily probably watch more horror than, than other things, although that's a horrible statement I shouldn't even make because people are varied. Oh. <laughs> so they, they might recognize you from the film Haunt, and you played awesomely this horrifying clown. Ooh. I'm just curious how you came to be involved in that project. Brian and Scott and I had been making movies for, you know, since we were in high school and they went off and good God, they're doing great. You know, they're just so talented and they had this idea. They told me about the idea they wanted to do about a haunted house that's, you know, run by pretty bad people. And I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. And when they told me about the characters and auditions came up, you know, you know, you don't want to be that guy that's like, well, is there something for me? You know? <laughs> I shamelessly do that in oh, every no, interview we have. You do what you got to do. Yeah. yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I, there was a part in there I was like, okay, this is a, uh, a, a part, a good part, but it's, you know, not like a lead or anything, but I, maybe I could do that. <laughs> and uh, we went and saw, but I was secretly wanted to do the clown. Mm-hmm. Like that was the part I really wanted to do, but I didn't want to say anything because I figured they'd get someone bigger in that but like i was like oh man that'd be so cool because you know we all watch the dark knight and you're like oh heath ledger i want to be a bad (laughs) guy like that you know and so um we went and saw it chapter one and i remember walking out of the theater and telling my wife i really want to play the clown that was awesome (laughs) you know and it's i'm not doing it like that because that's perfect you know so we took a totally different route and so I called them up and said, guys, I know I don't even have to do it, but could I maybe read for the clown? Like, yeah. And they made it so hard. I think oh. it was like five <laughs> times I had to audition. And there would be a week 
after a full week after each audition, I'm going, oh God, I didn't, uh, oh no. And then they're like, they called me up and gave me notes. And one of the things they said, they said, play with voices, you know, try something with voices. I'm like, oh God, I didn't think of that. And mm-hmm. the first thing that came to mind was Philip Seymour Hoffman, especially in Mission Impossible 3. You know, he's just got that deep voice where it's like, I don't care. I'll kill anyone. Just that kind of attitude. And so I did that. And then they were like, okay, do that again. And gave me some more notes. I'm like, okay. But I didn't have anyone to film the audition. So I was like, oh my God, I take one more audition and I don't have anyone to help me read lines or anything. And I called my friend Kurt, who's in the Quad Cities uh, uh, show that we're doing. And he was in Cedar Rapids. And he's like, I'm coming down there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. He did. He drove all the way down and we filmed that audition. And I remember he said before the take, he's like, hey, man, we're just filming a movie. Just We're filming a movie. That's all we're doing. You know, think of it like that. And I mean, we did it and sent it off and I got the part and that was that. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty That's crazy. Awesome. Yeah, it was Every, you know, since then, it was insane. It was driving down to Kentucky to get the prosthetics mm-hmm. on and the makeup guys and what to do with the hair. And just, it was just driving back and forth. And it was so Wow. Yeah. The prosthetics for oh, when we see your face. So goddamn cool. It was, in, those are the guys that did The Nun. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe they did. I remember mm-hmm. they said that before I got, and those guys were so <laughs> cool. They had stories, yeah. man. I did not fully appreciate, I mean, I appreciated it. I was like, yeah, that's really cool, but I hadn't really met you oh, the yeah. first time I watched it, because I've watched it twice now. We we just watched it recently before we talked to you, actually. And so the first time I saw it, it's like, yeah, this is this is awesome, great movie, and, and Devin knows you. So he's like, oh, that's Justin. He lives around here. I'm like, neat. Oh. And, <laughs> but watching it, having met you and seen what you actually look like because you can't quite tell what's under it yeah. and what's like you and how much mm-hmm. they put on you. It, it was even cooler. Even and I could appreciate how well done it was even more. Oh yeah. It was awesome. The, the ghost, I don't think oh. that he completely disappeared with that makeup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was amazing. Oh man. That was something. Yeah. I think and you, I think you had the most fun part though, next to the ghost. Oh, the ghost is a great part. Cheney Morrow is so good in that. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was such a fun part. One thing they did say was don't be afraid to put on some weight. Because yeah. they kind of wanted him to be kind of bigger, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was, that was the fun part. Because <laughs> there was a five guys down there where I was <laughs> staying at in this great Mexican restaurant that I, it nice. was they helped me out. Where a was lot. the where was it filmed? This was filmed in Ohio. And so I, they had, they put me up in this place and it was really nice and just, it was awesome. It was such a cool experience. Yeah. yeah. It, it honestly, it looks like you are having a blast because oh. you spend a lot of time just alone doing like, I like that it cuts back to you just destroying evidence and like, oh, and it just yeah. periodically checks in and then you get the pleasure of destroying the abusive boyfriend, which is just a great, great moment. That, I, I love that part. <laughs> I, Josh and I like physically and audibly reacted to that cinder block yeah. <laughs> coming oh, down. The, the hand crushing. Oh. oh boy. It was that when they showed me what I w- or told me what mm-hmm. I was going to do. It was like, oh my God. And they're like, yeah, you're going to do it to the Sam character and everything. It was like, oh, whoa, man. And then you get, <laughs> that was a f- 
freaking intense day. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was just. I think everyone was just in the zone. That and that actor that played Sam, he's great. Yeah. He was really good. He worked with us a few times before, and uh, I was really happy he got in there because he's really cool. I'm so glad that I didn't watch Haunt before we had our scene together in oh. our short film because I would have been intimidated. I'd been like, no, I, get <laughs> I someone else to play CM. No, no, no. <laughs> I can't I, do it. <laughs> I was scared to death. I mean, you like, I mean, I think the clown would have came in and been like, okay, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy Wilkes here. So, yes. Yeah. As we, we talked about earlier, Haunt was written and directed by Scott Beck and Brian Woods, mm-hmm. who uh, PR listeners may know from The Quiet Place. And uh, we just dropped earlier University Heights uh, with you. What was it like reuniting doing a movie with them after uh, what, Bride War Blood was probably the last one you did with them? Yeah. Back in back oh, in the day? Yeah, that's right. That, that's also a fun another one. great movie. Oh, that one was so much fun. That was, yeah, that was it. And then the big difference is with those guys, it was just more money. Yeah. I mean, it was great. I will say the first day on there watching them. It's all like directors coming through and there's cast and crew everywhere. And then they come walking by and it's like, whoa, they're <laughs> big time now, man. So that was pretty awesome to go on set. And the first day was just like, this is insane. We got all the stuff we always wanted, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I remember Brian calling me when I was on my way there. He's like, are you here yet? Are you here yet? My parents here. They're, they want to <laughs> see everyone. So I'm like, okay, I'm on my way. And Scott's parents showed up. It was just great to have everyone there on a big movie. So yeah, it was cool. So like just a, a like a high school reunion. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's so cool. <laughs> it was great. Being was, able to just goof off, like make a great movie just like you had you know, oh, yeah, it was visiting all that magic. It was them. It was all them, too. I mean, writing it, coming up with the ideas and just, yeah, when they first, you know, when I read the script, it was like, whoa, man, this is going to be intense, you know, <laughs> and just they just know what they're doing. They know that genre very well, the horror genre, oh, yeah. you know, they just and they like love, you know, McGarris and all mm-hmm. these guys that you mentioned, you know, they study that. Yeah. You know, and so it's really cool. It shows. Yeah. It absolutely yeah. shows in, in the execution. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you name the horror movie, they could tell you for sure. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are there any other behind the scenes stories you can share from the set? When I drove down for the first time to get the prosthetics, all the other guys, uh, Cheney and Damien, they all had to shave their head for the mm-hmm. makeup and everything. And so I'm like, oh, should I shave my head? And they were like, Brian and Scott were like, don't do that just yet. And so I get down there. I'm talking to the makeup guys that put the mold over your your head. And they're like, ah, oh, we're told not for you to shave your head. I'm like, oh, what are you guys thinking of doing? And so finally they're like, they call up Brian and Scott. are like, would you mind dyeing your hair blonde and shaving the top of your head? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'll do it, man. Let's do it. Let's give it a shot. And we uh, got there, and I remember the moment they were shaving it all off and everything, the hair, one of the uh, hair and makeup guys was like, I actually think you should have like a long string right here on the front of your head coming down that covers your face. I'm like, okay, we'll give, yeah. I mean, if you want to try whatever <laughs> yeah. you guys want to do. And then they, Brian Scott came in like, 
we're taking a picture of this because we want to have this. But, you know, let's go with the shaved head. And the hair guy was like, all right, cool, let's do it. And then he dyed the hair blonde. And it was, that was just insane. <laughs> it was fun because it was like, all right, let's do it. And I, oh, yeah. And I was walking around downtown Ohio like that. I'm like, I'm going to get some, because they gave me a hat to wear. Mm-hmm. But one night I forgot it. <laughs> and I was walking down this alley and these two, like, blue collar, hardworking guys come walking up. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot my hat. And then they're just like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Nothing. That's funny. And then I got to set and there was a guy out there who was like, did you lose a bet? What's that? About, so it was fun. <laughs> That's was, amazing. Oh yeah, it was a blast. <laughs> You've done work in nearly every genre. Do you have a favorite that you like to perform in? I do love the crime genre. Yeah. I love that genre. And uh, I mean, just growing up watching Dirty Harry and the French Connection, you know. Oh, yeah. Yes. I love Gene. The Conversation. The Conversation. Mm -hmm. I love that movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. My wife showed me that one. I was embarrassed I hadn't seen it. And then she (laughs) sat me down and watched it. And I can't even count how many times I've seen it. Gene Hackman's so good. But yeah, I also, and then horror, I love horror. I love, like, I can't even count how many times, I'm sorry, I mentioned it before, but like Aliens, mm-hmm. just what, having the, all those VHSs and watching that growing up over yeah. and over and just how terrifying it was, like when they're in the room and, you know, he's got the the beeper, he's like, it says they're in the room. <laughs> and then, you know, they open, they're coming yeah. up the cell. Yeah. That's just terrifying to even think about. But yeah, I would say definitely, I do love the crime. Cops and Robbers. Yeah. I, mean, I just love it. I'm a real sucker for heist movies. Oh, God. I love heist movies yes. so much. Oh, there's so many, too. Yeah. I mean, Heat, Reservoir Dogs, uh, The Score. What, what's your Re- favorite? Reservoir Dogs blew my mind yeah. because I'd never considered a heist movie that takes place following the right? heist. Like, yeah. I was just, I was anticipating you see that and you assume I'm going to get to see the heist. No, not at all. Yeah, and it just, right? it rocked my world. It was. Yeah. That was, oh, that's such a good one. Yeah. yeah. And I really love, uh, as cheesy as it is, as it is, I love the oceans movies. Oh, I, I love, love the, those movies. I, I'm a real sucker for ensemble cast. Me too. Yeah. Like they just make my heart so happy because you can see so many actors you like really just having the best time with oh, each other. Oh God. Yeah. And, that's, I mean, I know I have made a few movies and we've made a web series and stuff. Yeah. And it's just fun to goof off with your friends. Yeah, it is. So imagine getting you know, getting paid that much to just hang out with 11 of your buddies. That would just yeah. be a blast. Right. It sounds like they were having a yeah. blast. So yeah, that would be fun. To yeah. I don't care how many of those movies they make. I will watch oh, every totally, single one. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Bring on more. Yeah. I'm with you. Now, if... If cops, the cop genre is your favorite, what is your favorite archetype to play? Because there's a lot of nuance you can go in the the crime category. There is. I really enjoy playing. God, I'll play anything. <laughs> but I, I really love playing police officers. Just those tough, hard nose. I'll try. I don't know if I can pull it off, but I love, <laughs> like, you know, the guys that, you know, have seen some stuff or, you know, guys that work undercover and, you get to see the joy and the excitement mm. that those guys mm-hmm. have, you know, when you mix it up and it's serious and fun, yeah. that's just a blast. So yeah, I, I, I guess say police officers, I do love playing. And then, you know, when you get a chance to play the bad guy, that's pretty, pretty fun too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. And in, in that world, you can just go crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. And you, in your, your most recent project that you're currently working on, you play a police officer or detective. Yes. I, um, mm-hmm. you got both right. 
thing. Oh. Uh, he was an ex-police officer turned into a private investigator. Mm. So, okay. yes, yes. Did you say your favorite crime movie? Oh, no, I didn't. I've never been asked that. I've, I'm always talking about my favorite horror movie. Oh, yeah. Which, oh, it's it's a couple. Oh, my yeah. favorite horror movie is Possession and The Thing. Oh, yeah. And there are a few others. Yeah. If oh, I can yeah. only name two of no. my you favorite. No, you should know CM cannot give one <laughs> I, answer uh, no, to I any question. I can't either. There's <laughs> one? There's no way. So I'm with you all the way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I really love, I, I guess my true crime love comes through in podcasts and documentaries. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love yeah, yeah. watching documentaries and listening to podcasts. Uh, Small Town Murder yeah. is one of my favorites. You hear that advertised left and right these yeah. days. They're really, Those yeah. guys are so awesome too. And so it has kind of ruined me though, because I I was, uh, I'm off for the summers because I work in a school mm-hmm. and I like to, you know, open the windows or the, you know, have the screen door thing. And, yeah. but I'm terrified that someone's going to break in and rape and murder me no. <laughs> while I'm just enjoying the day. Yeah. And so I'm so paranoid now. And like everywhere I go, I'm like, is anybody following me? I take the same <laughs> way to work every day. Maybe I should change it up. It's no. terrible, but I'll never be murdered. Probably. I hope to God not. No, yeah. no, I hope not. And I'm with you. That was that's one of my biggest fears. Someone breaking into your house and just yeah. like oh. that's home invasion oh movies oh, are yeah. so brutal yes. to watch. Yeah. Like the strangers. Oh man. That movie haunted me I know. for a while. Yeah. There was that one was really there was another one where that happened. Oh my okay. The first um, Purge movie. Yes. Okay, Ethan Hawke. <laughs> I love Ethan Hawke. That, they did everything you want to see. They yep. fought back. They had guns. <laughs> I was so... I remember leaning over to Kurt when we watched it in the theater, and he was just like, this is everything you always freaking wanted. <laughs> you know, so that made me sleep better. But the yeah. home invasion movies do... Oh, boy. Yeah, those uh, are scary. I prefer to be killed on screen. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it's 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 more fun that way. It is so yeah. fun because everybody cheers when you when you like hit your mark, you know, like if you have the tube of blood and you need to time oh, everything boy. and you actually do it. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Yeah." And you're like, "Yeah, I did it." And yes. It's such a positive thing. I and that is it's great. Yeah. It's like the squibs work, you mm-hmm. fall down caught. All right. Yes. You're right. You're totally right. It's a big deal, man. <laughs> no, I, I know. Yeah, absolutely. I had uh, I had a broken plunger shoved through the back of my head for a movie, oh and it was God. the coolest thing. A broken plunger. Yeah. See that stuff. When you see that, you're like, that's just harsh. <laughs> it's not like a knife or anything, yeah. you know. You crush someone's head with a sledgehammer, Justin. That is right. <laughs> right. That was. That effect was amazing. And oh, that you, was cr- you didn't kill my husband but it's your fault that somebody else did in in your your absolute <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to give we, anything no, no, away no. But... if we would have got there in time i would have <laughs> we would have oh. loved to have saved yeah. he's such a great guy uh, you're <laughs> exactly. i'm sorry i love him <laughs> he's awesome well, let's, he's uh, let's talk about the project a little bit your upcoming project quad cities we've talked about a little bit can you tell our listeners about the project it's a i want to make sure i don't give anything away <laughs> so it's a Story about a serial killer that's taken the Quad Cities by storm. You know, there's just brutal murders that the police in the city have never seen before. And there's an investigative reporter played by uh, my great friend Kurt Oberhaus. 
and a private detective uh, played by myself that team up to try to figure out what's going on, you know, who's doing this and we're trying to put the pieces together and we don't normally work together. We're familiar with each other, but now we kind of have to join forces and we kind of work differently. Um, so it's kind of a, we're kind of going for like a tales from the crypt. There's humor and there's, mm-hmm. you know, um, scares hopefully. Uh, but, uh, yeah. And like a uh, silence of the lambs, you know, like mm-hmm. a detective thriller, like yeah. or man, have you guys seen man? man Hunter? Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 So that's kind of what we were going for. Yeah. But yeah. It's, uh, we were able to watch the first episode. So thank you for thank, sharing that thank with us. Thank you for watching. Uh, very much enjoyed it. Awesome. The, the chemistry you and Kurt have is so it's so natural. You can tell your friends. Oh God. Thank God. <laughs> you, no, you we can, didn't. Yeah. You can feel the, there's this underlying tension that I'm sure we'll explore. Uh, oh yeah. After episode one and everything. But, uh, you guys just, you balance each other out and play off each other so well. It's such a joy to watch. I love working with him. We've been just as long as Brian and Scott. I've known him. I probably, you know, what's funny. I don't think I would have, Met my wife or all my other great buddies if it wasn't for Brian and Scott. Because of them, I got to make movies and meet people. And I got to meet, you know, Ian and Kurt and those guys. And Kurt and I have been, we just love working with each other. You know, just, he's such a great actor. And so hopefully we get to do more. So, yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was really fun. Did you, uh, is any of your performance as a cop inspired by your dad? Oh, yeah. He, he definitely (laughs) There's little stuff he would always mention because he loved, you know, cop movies, too. That was the first, you know, movies we would go see and spy movies. He loved yeah. mm-hmm. spy movies. But there's like little things like if you're playing a detective, he's like, don't button your your coat because you can go for your gun faster mm-hmm. if yeah. you have your gu- your coat yeah. always unbuttoned. So like stuff like that he always talking about and gun stuff he is big on. Like, <laughs> God, if he... If he saw John Wick, he would, <laughs> oh my God, he would be all over that. Cause that is like, so That's how it amazing is. Keanu movie. has always oh, been good man. at that. Yeah. So yeah, he always, he was always like, yeah, Keanu and all that. But, uh, yeah, he always gave us, you know, really good tips when we were filming. And I think I recall, cause we would film at the police station all the time. Devin went to go film at the police station and I wasn't there. And he mentioned that. My dad was like, oh, I know how to do this. Come on in. And <laughs> yeah. Showed him around, let him film there and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I always thought that was great because Devin's such a great guy. That's so awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was great. So the the series is it's coming out in October, mm-hmm. correct? And it's five episodes. Yes. What inspired this five-part miniseries? Well, here we go. We're getting into yeah. your, guys. Right. We're getting your territory here we now. Go. Finally. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Kurt said, man, we got to do something horror. We haven't done it in a long time. And, you know, just doing haunt was so much fun. And just, you know, so it's like, yeah, we should do some horror. And we've never done a a web series before. And, you know, there's so many great shows out that are out now, you know, and going back and even watching... Like right now, I'm watching The Shield. Have you guys ever yes. seen? Oh my! <laughs> Shield God. is great. Michael Chiklis and um, what's his name? Uh, Walton Goggins. Michael Chiklis made me want to uh, learn how to just punch somebody right? so efficiently <laughs> and He's, wear that leather jacket. Yeah. Oh yeah, He's great. <laughs> I love. Oh man, thank you. And uh, I mean, like The Sopranos and True Detective, like all mm-hmm. these shows we love. It's like we could be great to try to do a series. And so we thought, well, let's do a web series where. You know, where it's maybe 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes each. 
And so we were like, let's give it a shot. And we just were thinking we got, we were very fortunate to have a short film in alternating currents. Nice. That's going to play down there. And we, that short, we were going for festivals, Mm -hmm. send it to festivals. And with this, we thought, let's try to just get it out there. And, you know, by the grace of God, if we can get people on social media to like it and enjoy it, and if Mm -hmm. they want to share it, (laughs) maybe it can get out there. So we'll see. That's the goal with that one. That's awesome. It's so great to not only have you here talking to us because you, you have done big professional movies. You've also done little independent movies, and now you're doing a real just diehard passion project. Oh, yeah. And we we are so fortunate in the people we get to interview on the show that that's the common thread is is passion. Yeah. yeah. Because you you can't do this stuff unless you have that passion. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. So it's just it's really cool to see you putting all that all the work you've put in so far behind just a passion project for people to to get it out there and people to, to see. That's yeah. yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. And can I say Filming your guys' trailer was such a blast. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> Thank so you. much for having me do it because, man, that was a lot of fun. And I love Misery. They, I thought James Conn <sighs> was so good in that. And it's like, oh, that's so freaking. Yeah. You you filled his shoes perfectly. <laughs> Big shoes to fill. I could never top that. He was so good. But thank you so much for. And you guys are going to. Do you guys do more stuff, more acting or more filmmaking? Yeah. That's great because, yeah, I want to see more of your guys' stuff. <laughs> my, my trick is I'm never asked to do anything. I oh, just show up yeah. because inevitably someone else drops the ball and doesn't show up. And I'm like, I'm here. And that's <laughs> and then all like, we have We have nothing we left. Have no, nothing, no, no other options. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. That's what, you know, someone shows up. It's like, just, yes, thank you. Get them in here <laughs> and please come back. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, about the anniversary just came up. I filmed a uh, a seven part web series here. Well, I should uh, be talking to you. Right, yeah. You need to give me tips. That's awesome. What was this about? Uh, it's called Against the Odds, and it's about a uh, Anthony Natarelli. Who, I yeah. recall that. Yeah. Yes, of course. Uh, and he finds uh, he winds up at a bar that caters specifically to supernatural creatures. Okay. Yeah. So CM plays a banshee. You're in that. Yep. Awesome. There's a scene of her and I playing pool. Okay. Uh, I play a character named Sin. Whose power is when he makes skin to skin contact, he can influence your emotions, and Ooh. he just loves to fuck with people. Really? Yeah. And Devin's in and, it. Yeah, De- and, yeah. And Devin plays a, a guy with super strength and speed who owns the bar. Oh my God. Yeah. That's I'll so send you a link to the, the list. We're remastering do. it right now. That's... Devin's actually reworking all of the audio or all of the music and stuff so we can get the whole F series is out, but we want to have like a master cut. Of course. Yeah. The character you play kind of reminds me. Did you ever see Fallen with Denzel Washington? No. Yeah. Oh, have yes. you seen that? Yeah. That movie's awesome. Yeah. You got it. That's the next movie. Fallen? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a good one. All right. So are you finished filming all of Quad Cities? And is it all in post-production or are you still actively? We are in shoot? post-production. Yeah. And uh, we're editing now. And we're going to have the first episode is going to. Oh, um, it's going to be shown at the Monster Festival. Oh, oh Midwest Monster Fest. Yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> very we'll, we'll We're there. very excited. We have, oh, a, we have a booth. Have a booth yeah. You guys are going to be there? Yeah. Can I come by and say hello? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that'll be. Oh, and uh, Chaney and Damien are going to be there, oh, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. So they those guys are awesome. You're going to have your masks? We're going to have the mask. <laughs> I know Damien actually has his costume from the movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So that'll Will be. Do you guys have any merch? We. Oh, man. 
have I want to buy something from you guys. Have merch. Well, <laughs> I know those guys were. I'm yeah. I'm so new at this stuff, so <laughs> I'll try to have something for you guys. Uh, you which, can just have it. I don't know. I don't want to embarrass you or anything, but uh, I thought it was very cool that you are doing the autograph signing and photo op at Midwest Monster Fest and donating the funds. Oh, thank that you. That is such a cool thing to do. Like have something for your community oh, uh, to you give know. back. That's so cool. Well, thank you very much. It's, you know, for a really good cause. It's going to St. Jude. So, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. I just always feel awful asking people for money. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it'll go straight there. Yeah. And so, yes, thank you very yeah, much. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so with Quad Cities, what's the reaction been to people either who've seen it or worked on it? So far, you, you guys have been very kind. So thank you. <laughs> uh, everyone, you're always nervous when you show, you know, like, you know, cast members mm-hmm. and, you know, such. Yeah. And we're like, okay, here you go. And you're just on pins and needles mm-hmm. all day. And so far, thank God, people have been really enjoying it. And so they're just, you know, excited for it to be, to see the next episode, which yeah. is what you want in a series. But so we're going to put it on Facebook, social media on October 2nd. And then every uh, Saturday or every weekend, um, it'll be shown up until the 30th. The 30th will be the last episode. So oh, just in time for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. Do you guys have any other social media stuff planned, like any like live watch parties or, or talkbacks afterwards? That's No. What, see, this is why I need to be talking <laughs> to you guys. Yeah, yeah. whatever helps. I'm, get a, the I'm a marketing out. genius. That's great. Yeah. Well, then I definitely need to talk to you. He's super yeah. humble, too. Yes. Oh. That's his biggest treat. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, just because, I, like I said, I enjoyed the first episode. I think that uh, if people tune in and check it out, I think they'd love to get more behind the scenes. Sure, and, yeah. Yeah. So if you could give a piece of advice to anyone else, uh, writer, actor, director, in on all the time you've been working, what would that piece of advice be? I don't know if I'm worthy enough to give advice. <laughs> I would say just keep doing it, especially today. And plus, people know when they're passionate, when they want to mm-hmm. do it, they just go do it. So they already got it figured out. I think it's the what do you do and how do you get an agent or how do you get work and you know, if you just email agents and there's so much stuff to get work and while you're waiting, you know, get together with your friends and go, well, I've always wanted to play this and you want to play that. Let's just go make it. And mm-hmm. I think that's, and there's so many ways to do it now and to show your work. So just do what you want to do, man, while you're waiting for the big boys to get back to you. So, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's it. Working with you and Ian a couple of weeks ago on you oh, know our God. project and on your guys's other project. Yes was incredibly thanks for letting me (laughs) it was just incredibly inspiring to to be around you guys to see people doing the thing they want to do just which sounds like such a simple idea but i i think too just trying to surround yourself with people who are like-minded have the same interests and i think when you when you have multiple people who are doing that it's much easier to say Okay, let's just give it a shot. Let's just do it. Because now I'd be like, okay, I'm going to buy a better phone. And Josh, let's just. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. Especially, yeah, like with phones now. Because, you know, back in the day, it was getting those little VHS cameras. Little mini DVDs. Yeah, those are great. God. (laughs) Now they're all on your phone and Mm -hmm. you can just go do it. So, yeah, it's just a matter of just just going and doing it, you Mm -hmm. know. So you're right. And thank you very much. What else do you find interesting or what's, what do you have coming up? What's 
What's the <laughs> question? You want to take that back no. one more time? No, yeah, I thought re- I totally knew <laughs> okay, what you wanted to I'm say. I'm leaving it. You're right. not cutting it. I completely <laughs> understood what's you. stuff, Justin? All kinds of stuff. What's stuff? <laughs> There's just a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, I would say that's, no, I totally understood what you were saying. Um, there's a few other passion projects, pet passion projects that I'm working on, just characters I'd really love to play. And there's stuff for, you know, Kurt and Ian and Chaney and all these guys, all the, all, all the friends and everything and that I'm working on. And then I was very fortunate to get an agent in Los Angeles that has been very good to me. And hopefully that can just get some, you know, mm-hmm. some gigs out, out there in Hollywood. So yes. we'll see. But yes, <laughs> yes. But I don't know. And hopefully to work with you guys again would be awesome. So yeah. we would love to work yeah. together yeah. sometime. Yeah. yeah, totally. You, you have our, our number and we have, there's no, Nothing we won't do. If you, need, <laughs> yeah, if you need an understudy extra. Yeah. No extras. Lead <laughs> well, parts. Only lead parts. That's actually something that I think is really fun about being an actor is, is small parts. I oh. think small, small parts can be so much fun because you can you can go nuts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, there's so many parts where like a guy walks in, you're like, who was that? Yeah. yeah. That guy just <laughs> ate up the scene, man. So yeah, no, those are fun parts. Yeah. 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 So where can people follow you? Where can they catch your newest project when that comes out? It is on Quad Cities Dash the Mini Series on YouTube. You type that in and then there's a little teaser on there now, just a little teaser trailer. The trailer will be released in a couple of weeks, but if you go there, that's where it's going to be. So yes. Did I say that right? Quadcities-theminiseries.com. Just making sure. (laughs) Sorry. I'm always nervous about that. You know, like, I said it wrong. Plugging stuff is always so stressful. It's so stressful (laughs) because it's like, oh, my God. I can imagine, like, Warner Brothers being like, make sure you say this. You're like, okay, I got to say this or I'm screwed. So, yes. Yeah. (laughs) If that ever happens. Right. Yeah. What is the the short you have for Alternating Currents coming out? Oh, thank you. It's called Over Under. And it has Kurt and myself and Kurt's brother, Luke. And uh, it was shot by uh, Courtney, who also has a, uh, she's going to have a film at the Monster Fest and there too. But um, it's about a big surprise, a detective (laughs) who has a gambling problem and gets in pretty deep with a gangster. And I shouldn't say anything after that. Very cool. It was fun. Well, Justin, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us. It's been a huge pleasure Please keep us apprised of upcoming projects. We would love to share your stuff out on on our social media. Make sure our fans can find all that stuff. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this was fun. That's it for this episode of Dairy Public Radio. As always, thank you for listening. Join us for our next episode. For CM Alexander and Justin Markson, I'm Joshua Kahn reminding you, follow your passion. Do what you want to do. Hey everyone, CM Alexander here. We hope you enjoyed our interview with Justin Markson. Please check out his web series at quadcities-theminiseries on YouTube, where you can catch an episode a week starting the 1st of October through Halloween. Having seen the first episode, I can tell you that you won't want to miss this, and it's a fantastic way to kick off the Halloween season. That's all for now, listeners. Goodbye.